I'm Scott Blakeman getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District. For a couple of years, we've managed to do a podcast with a small select audience of geniuses. But we cannot escape the fact that fame will eventually be thrust upon us when we inevitably win the Nobel Prize. And prepared to be shocked, Scotty, I secretly dread that day. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it's it's true. In the past, we publicly expressed such eagerness to get the Nobel that we offered to set up the folding chairs for the event and help with the catering at the after parties. But I'm changing my tune after considering the stressful life of the famous, the pressure to stay on the right side of the Twitter verse, fearful that one careless word can lead to cancellation. And of the weird, random people who stalk famous people, libel them, sue them, claim they fathered a love child, and then harass them for selfies. <laughs> Comedian John Mullaney's new Netflix special about his drug problems, but I was struck by a bit about when he was in rehab, and he was deeply disappointed that none of the other recovering addicts knew who he was. <laughs> when I heard that, I thank the heavens for allowing me to remain blessedly obscure and also that I don't have a serious drug problem. <laughs> I may have flaws, Scotty, but the gnawing hunger for recognition isn't one of them. Actually, that may be the only flaw I don't have. <laughs> so lately, I appreciate being able to walk down the streets of Manhattan and not be mobbed by screaming fans who turn hostile if we don't let them bask in our glory. We can admire the scenery without a photographer from the New York Post trying to get a shot of us looking stupid, sloppy, or fat. <laughs> Unburdened by fame, Scotty, we're happy and free and never worried that we'll go viral if one day we forget to zip our fly. <laughs> well, Tommy, in a little over two minutes, you have convincingly and irrefutably laid out the case against being famous, which will most certainly upend all previous assumptions about fame and its pursuit. Why, just moments before we went on the air, I was wondering if even modest fame was still possible for me now that I am branded a senior citizen, at least on my Metro card. But once you began your groundbreaking opening, why I felt a great sense of relief that I too am not famous and can walk the many miles of city streets as I do every day, as free as can be. I need not wear varying modes of disguise like a fake mustache or a bucket hat to shield me from paparazzi or overeager autograph hounds. As you have so expertly detailed, it is the unfamous who should be admired and feted not the famous who these days, as you say, run the risk of going from famous to infamous in a matter of seconds. It shall go down in history that your words extolling the joy and freedom of not being famous will forever change the goal of every kid growing up, wherever kids grow up nowadays, from New Rochelle to New Zealand, their plaintive wish will be, I hope that one day I'll not be famous at all. <laughs> Scotty, that is truly a, a blessing. May, may you never be famous, which could be uh, one of our, you know, uh, a, uh, a way of saying goodbye to somebody, you know, yeah. or, or, or just, uh, or hello. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and the kid, oh, yeah. and it be helpful, so helpful to kids go these days, you know, there's so much mental health issues and then, you know, these overbearing 
parents sometimes. Con, do your ballet. You know, you want to be famous because only three people have ever become famous in ballet. So that's a tough thing normally. But but yeah. just do it for the joy of it. Do it for be in the play. Great. But will I be famous? Doesn't matter. You're in a play. And it's yeah. wonderful. It is amazing. And I, I don't think everybody does aspire to be famous anyway. I think no. a lot of people don't. But enough people do that you there's so many that they they're they're delusional about what will make them famous and that and we know this from uh shows like um uh, american idol for example when they ever when you've ever seen the 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 early episodes of an american idol season there'll be just hundreds of thousands of would-be singers lining up hoping to become famous hoping to become yeah. a famous thing so the and they're all mostly delusional about their own talents yeah. And they will be terribly disappointed that they're not famous. Scotty, that's something we are avoiding. Now, ironically, this podcast may launch us into uh, uh, unwillingly into fame. Because- well, I know. I, I see that a great headline, you know, why it's the, wrong, the worst time to be famous. And uh, but and again, for I always think of people learning English. We've brought it up many times. Here's another example. OK, famous, but infamous is you know, the, the negative version of famous. And then, and, and it's, it's, but it's really these days infamous it comes almost immediately after fame. And, and again, it's just getting back to that feeling of relaxation. Like why well, to be quite honest, my own life, after we finish this broadcast today, I will go out for one of my walks in the central park. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend hours grooming to, to the nines and yes. picking out an outfit and then thinking of a route that will be, less travel by paparazzi and 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 will I be able to get to my appointment on time will I be stopped every step of the way from not just eager autograph hounds but selfie takers and and no there's none of that I can stroll as we spoke in an earlier podcast as the flaneur just yeah. aimlessly wander the streets taking in whatever I choose and not being judged or recognized for what I'm doing Right, uh, Scotty. And and also the other side of it is you don't have the craving like I, I think I mispronounced John Mulaney's name. I don't really oh. know how to pronounce that. Well, it's Mulaney, but who knows? Uh, yeah. You know. uh, 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 but uh, and that's the other thing is that now uh, um, people will mispronounce your name. People you don't even know uh, <laughs> are mispronouncing his name right now, probably just yeah. besides us, not just us, but certainly us. And uh, certainly I did. And there, and that would drive him crazy. You know, he, it, it was very interesting because, and I've known, I've talked to, to famous TV stars who, one of whom um, talked about um, uh, how she would sometimes sneak off to malls just to be recognized and mobbed. Wow. And, 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 and the, the need, the craving, the need for public recognition. And then when it goes away, Scotty, and it will go away, even if you live an unscandal-filled life. Yeah. Um, and unless you become a Supreme Court justice or Albert Einstein, eventually it recedes, and yeah. people don't know who you are. And uh, you know, it's 10, 15, 20 years before everyone knew who you were, and now nobody knows. And well, so that's a tremendously depressing thing. But oh, we don't have that. We, we don't, don't have, have that to look forward to. And that. these days, too, on a whole other attack. Um, it's really hard to know who is famous these days. I mean, maybe it was always the case, but the world, it's its so broad that I yeah. literally, I've had this experience many times, 
Saturday Night Live, never heard of the host or the musical act. Musical act has been for many years, but very oftentimes, who's that? Or yeah, uh, uh, I don't get it when there's a cameo in a commercial. Oh, that's the guy from I don't know what what that's from. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, and and but years ago, everyone knew the great Rock Hudson, Doris Day, right? The movie, the stars, and and I think we we in our in our uh, pre-show green room conversations being made up. Uh, I was wondering, was it easier to be famous in the fifties? Because you were protected by the studios and yes. you weren't, it didn't seem like paparazzi exists the way it does today. Uh, and they weren't seen. I don't think you would uh, ever say, oh yeah, I saw Rock Hudson on the, you know, maybe you would, but, and, but it seemed like a great life being in LA and just the whole lifestyle there. So well, in those days, enough. yes. And, 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 th and that was also before Twitter. Yeah. It was, uh, it was before the internet and, and it was, and we, we, um, we have raved about the, the wonders of the modern day picture phone, they used to call it at, yeah. at the World's Fair, where we can just simply we don't even care about the fact that we can Zoom call people or just, you know, FaceTime them. And uh, but that carries its own huge uh, um dangers as, yes, as a man yeah. known as Jeffrey Tubin would yes. be able to, to, I mean, that, if he isn't a cautionary tale, and for people listening a thousand years from now, you already know who Jeffrey Tubin is, so I don't have to fill you in. No. But people living in the past, if we do get this time machine working, we are going to, you know, offer this podcast for people hundreds of years ago. And uh, they might not know that Jeffrey Tubin was famous in, in uh, among uh, viewers of, I think it was CNN. CNN, but also The New Yorker and, and just a very reliable legal, legal pundit. And uh, yeah, and I mean, Harvard graduate, uh, uh, lawyer who seemed to have it all, Scotty, including being name recognition, fa fame. Yeah. And now, oh my God. I mean, all it took was one uh, just, moment where he forgot he was on camera in a big uh, conference with and a zoom with yeah, a zoom, york, call a with zoom the conference york with staff meeting i guess and yeah and yeah there's no and it's of course the whole issue of of you know second chances it's you know it's all, all this everything's being reconsidered but it's so hard to do that straight and narrow he, he uh, had a second he, chance scotty yeah, he yeah. had a second chance yeah. on cnn they kind yeah. of brought him back he he made he he did his mea culpa it was embarrassing you told yeah. me about it yeah. It was just it, where, where he was, you know, we exposed himself inadvertently. Uh, yeah. I mean, is there any, you know, uh, I suppose some people advertently expose himself, but he was inadvertent yeah. in it. Yeah. And, and, but it cracked his fame now crashed down and it continues to be, he continues to be a joke at the, um, what is it? The, the correspondence dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I, uh, I, I saw it. And, yeah. and he, um, this guy, again, a comedian, I didn't know about who apparently is famous for the daily show. Yeah. Did the, uh, correspondence dinner and, uh, and sort of used Jeffrey Tubin as an example of the worst sort of person. <laughs> Even Jeffrey Tubin was upset or something like that. That was the, the nature yeah. of his joke. And, then, and can it, you imagine now this is, ha yeah. this is years after the event. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. No, it never ends. And it's, you know, it's it's and he actually is, is quite skilled and, and, and valuable as a, as a, a Tubin, commentator. And it's a, so, yeah, there are many pitfalls, as you say, less so in the, in the old days. But but getting to the question at all now, how does Jeffrey Tubin feel? He probably is remorseful that he's not doesn't have that fame. But we're what we're doing instead of 
touching on it, what uh, others might say, and oh, did he? What did he do? And cancel culture? No, we're saying Jeffrey Tubin. If you're listening, be happy that first of all, yeah. you'll still be able to write and do stuff. You're not being kicked off the planet. I'm sure you'll still be able to earn a good living and and do important things. But you just don't have to. And hopefully, there won't be jokes made about you the next That's White right. House Correspondents' Dinner. You know, you could actually have another career as somebody <laughs> who bucks up the spirits of, of the formerly famous or the disgrace. now They're always disgraced. The, the problem is <laughs> yeah. that the fame hasn't escaped a, a Tubin, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and any of these people who have, uh, you know, uh, Louis C.K., they, they, uh, they're, they're, they continue to be well-known, but you can imagine people scowl at them or laugh at them. The, uh, uh, um, and, and to this day, that's another, uh, and I just don't know how, how you talk Tubin off the ledge. <laughs> well, I'll happily do it. And by the way, new book idea. We should have this was Letterman. We'd have a jingle. New book idea, but <laughs> famous, infamous. Yeah, clean cover where you just see, you know, the in the I from and fame to added. infamy. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and uh, you see, and it really, I mean, we talk about the studios back in the early, early days of the studios, the silent movies, they were not, there, there was only a one or two notable scandals at all in the world. And that one of yeah. them was Fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle, which is still contested to this day, what to actually day. happened. And that's what it took. It had to take a larger in life, uh, what seemed to be a criminal offense to really, otherwise it wasn't like, Fatty Arbuckle made a quip because there was no quips. It was no. it was all these you know magazines sponsored by the studios, so they wouldn't let something go. So there was no off the cuff comment that Fatty Arbuckle would say that would land him in hot water. No. He had to be accused of killing someone. That's the only way in those days. And even that's been uh, you know held up to doubt. So it seemed like, as we've said, it was better to be famous Much uh, better. then. But much better. And I think really in the 1930s and 40s, if you were a movie star or yeah. a radio star, and that's all there was, by the way, yeah. there was no, you yeah. know, the, the, nothing else like like what we have now with the television and the and the Internet and all that. But you would be huge stars. People would just enormously popular and nothing bad ever happened to them other than they would event in the, in the case of movie stars, they would eventually grow old. And they would lose their their appeal, and people, and they would become this thing called a has been, which is another. Th that's an inevitable result of fame. Now, comics sometimes manage to stay on the top of their game, the Rodney Dangerfields, and so on. And they keep going. There's no retirement. They just keep going and all that. But I guess hopefully there's some who are comfortable with. And this is part of my other career. I guess I'd say, look, you've accomplished all this. Just enjoy it now, and enjoy as we're saying today. You don't have the paparazzi. Yes, they're not writing about you. Yes, those yeah. are the parts of fame that aren't good. So you still accomplish all this. People know always they're not erasing your films yet. Uh, and so just enjoy what you've done and and have fun. And, and I think they did in the old Tonight shows that Jimmy Stewart was on. He wasn't doing pictures then, but he just seemed like he had a great life. And he said, then we did a picture called, you know, uh, Mr. It's a Smith Goes life. to Washington. They never just said, when I did Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, like no. was supposed to know, he said, then we did a picture call. Yeah, and that's a bit of modesty, a yeah. false modesty, with the <laughs> assumption that nobody knew. Of course, they, they always say that about movies that everybody knew. And But again, I even even there, I think, you know, if you're a, a, a Jimmy Stewart, even in the golden age, you you just as you say, Scotty, you would have to get yourself all tricked out. Women would have to put on makeup. 
yeah. before they went out and into the real world. And you would you, you would be uh, a, a, and if you're a political figure, that's the other yeah. thing. If you're a famous political figure, half the country doesn't like you just yeah. on the ball. Well, and they let you know it. they don't like you. And there's more venues than ever avenues to express your dislike and most of the people comment on on online on the internet are negative yeah uh, so so you could be actually an incredibly successful actor but yet there's 38 percent, even just because of your political views so you could read thousands and thousands of horrible comments every day so it's uh it's a mixed bag now i think some of our listeners might be saying i wouldn't mind getting 20 million dollars for a netflix special and living in a big house and I would like that too, but we're focusing on the relief at this moment. And I don't have to scour my history. Not that I think I have done anything, but certainly maybe I made a joking comment to a friend that the friend could 40 years later report. And, and so, but we, it doesn't matter if we have that. We can just uh, relax and, and not uh, do our own scouring yeah. of our history. Now, and, and we both had like our, our not, not exactly five minutes of fame, but maybe two and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, in my case, I would, there, uh, because I had done some acting on a show, uh, a, 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 a television show called Arrested Development. Yes. Uh, that uh, I, you know, I very small role, but a recurring role for some, you know, for a couple of years. And so uh, occasionally, once, in a blue moon and Scotty, I'm really talking about a blue moon and uh, not, not just a light blue moon, but a really (laughs) thick velvety blue moon. Somebody would recognize me like at a movie theater or at an airport and want to have a selfie taken with me. And that happened so few times. I can count them on one hand that it, it didn't, it, it, it was, it, it wasn't uh, onerous. However, I can imagine getting, so that I really crave that type of recognition. Yeah. And that, uh, uh, you know, cause you know, you feel like kind of puffed up, like, wow, that was really, that was something people knew me who I was total strangers in a, in an airport and they yeah. want to have a yeah. selfie with me. And I could see how that can become addictive and, 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 uh, really pathological in a way. Well, could, and then of course the ultimate thing that you'd want to avoid is the dreaded, uh, don't you know who I am? Yes. I mean, that, that which is, again, should never be uttered by anyone, famous or not, because it's not it's never comes off. Well, it's like, no. you know, and it's always an intro. Zero. And this next person is very famous, which is you can't say that it has. You have to be either you are or you are. But as I said earlier, it really is harder now. There's so fame, you know, with the Internet and just the, it's, oh, it's so people, scary. It, yeah. It, and what, it, and, and also, people are constantly. Back in the in days of silent movies, only movie studios had movie cameras and they had to load film onto them and yeah. it was expensive. Now everybody has a movie studio in their pocket, a television studio where they have unlimited video power. So they're constantly taking videos of everything Yeah, yeah, at, which at, is... with their camera. And so you can fall, you know, do something really stupid and and silly and i'm i i i hesitate to even imagine like i eat and stuff sometimes it falls on my shirt i'm <laughs> not you know uh while i'm eating that i could imagine being in the post you know tom saunders uh uh sometimes celebrities aren't like us <laughs> sometimes celebrities are just horrible slobs and yeah I would, yeah and then and because you could always find a shot of you during the course of a day even the great beauties or whatever will have a moment where it's an odd expression. So, yeah, these are all the, yes, this is true. But again, I'm saying it's hard to know 
who's famous though because yes, it's I agree. so expanded that as we said and it's not just out of age but it's it's and it's like a lot of people it's very narrow and even john mulaney who is a wonderful comedian and certainly very popular but then there are many people who've never heard of him so no, on the and, one and hand and that people who worship it, him yeah and then who never heard of him so and that's with a lot of uh, celebrities these days so i maybe that's a good thing that way you can actually travel in areas where you would be known and areas where you wouldn't or yeah. situations. And that might be the best of both worlds, perhaps. Well, uh, here's another thing. You could create maps like, you know, there's maps of the stars homes, yeah. maps where the, the stars aren't famous. And this would be you could and you could you could name your price for the, these uh, up to date oh. maps. Uh, where you could, where stars could go, and and they would know whether because some would crave the fame, and they would go to wherever they they're most famous. Yeah. But but yeah. people like Garbo, Garbo wanted to escape. Uh, Greta Garbo, yes, wanted to uh, escape uh, her, you know, the uh, the mobs of people who you know adored her. She famously said, "I want to be alone." Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and wound up, and she would be living on Fifth Avenue or something. Well, like actually, that. she, I believe it was Sutton Place in the 50s, but actually, she was known to frequent, you know, a pharmacy or so she actually lived live the life of a, a neighbor. And and that's another thing. Tony, she, but she would very downplay her looks. Oh, yeah. No, she probably did have to do some disguise. But but also there is a way like I remember from the Eddie Murphy days of the comic strip and, and as he was really ascending and, you know, very talented and deserved all of it and all the fame. But he also traveled with a huge entourage. And so sometimes you bring more attention. Like Robin Williams would come in to the comic just by himself. Yeah. And and to, to do improv for like 12 people. And they wouldn't really recognize him immediately until he got up on stage and he may have had a beard or something. So I think there are ways to mitigate fame by just how you carry. And that's what Paul McCartney apparently does. He is out on the streets and very unassuming and, you know, he's not rushed by thousands of people. And if, but and they he, do come up to him. And he and yeah. he, he said that one thing that, that he doesn't like is when people see him and then they reach in their in their yeah. own pockets to pull out their phone yeah. for a selfie. And what he says, no, no, no selfies. I don't do selfies. So you would have to be in that. If you were a not selfie person and eventually yeah. uh, they do hate being taken you know you have to you're now you're in somebody's picture with somebody who you don't know and maybe they're going to be a child molester well, and it's never Jeffrey flattering Epstein. a selfie it's it's that extended arm your face is always distorted and so i'd rather have uh if i was a celebrity time uh, again i would ha travel with a uh a famous with a uh portrait photographer right with the old curtain and the old camera yeah. and the one with that snuff you know that that fluff a burst of light or dust whatever it was yeah and then if someone approached it can i have a picture yes and we'd set it up formally that's and right and with a professional yeah and and they would sit and and you know and there would be maybe even have a makeup artist on hand too. Oh, yeah, of course, i mean yeah. just I, again i'm assuming you have all the money in in the world here but uh well that's just part of your entourage you know you're, yeah there's a portrait photographer a makeup artist and and no selfies, but we will take a, a fine portrait and we'll send it to you after it's developed. It won't don't don't even use, um, you know, digital photography. No, no, no. A fine film. Again, in those old cameras where yeah. the guys under the curtain and and and, and I think those are the great ones. And <laughs> the little or it could be a daguerreotype, too, if you want to go yeah, way back. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and that, I think one of the things that it's a nice way rather than saying no selfies, you just you know, make it so onerous to, to take a portrait photographer that it discourages <laughs> other people. 
and you can go about your day. Now you still have to pay these, you know, photographer. And the other thing is that if you have an entourage, don't you have to kind of talk to the people every so often? And well, that's the thing. That's what has always kept me from having a. I mean, also, can you have an entourage if you're not famous? Yeah, that's. The I don't think thing. there's any rules against it. And by no. the way, by having the entourage, you will be assumed to be famous. People that's go, right. "Oh, who's that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah he's um." And, you know, you just keep walking and you smile. And, oh, we saw that guy with a lot of people. But I would feel, uh, yeah, the conversation, that would be a long time. Like, yeah, keep, so, uh, keep them interested. Yeah. And, and if not, you'd have to pay them more money because, oh, you know, it's kind of boring to be an, you know, to be part of an entourage, you know, as opposed to being the, the main focus. Everybody wants to be the main focus of an entourage. Yeah. Nobody grows up wanting to be a part of an entourage you know no. there's always sort of resentment and you worry that they're going to plot against you and overthrow you like you're, you're a despotic <laughs> king right it has to be like in the television series entourage it was only five friends or whatever they were from growing up it was a close entourage but once you get into the 10 12 people that you know then you and you got to go hey how's it feel today entourage great yeah. great and you got to remember their names and yeah and, and, yeah. and kind of remember what's going on with them and uh, you know, that, the whole thing of an entourage. And also, what if they don't show up on time? You know, somebody's yeah. late and everybody's sitting around waiting for that person. Well, you got to do a pep you talk. you got to face the possibility of firing someone from well, your Well, yeah. Don't be these uh, pirated tapes, just like the one of Paul Anka talking to his uh, band, where you say, look, entourage means all of us together. We're a team. We're not an entourage. If you're back still up in your room taking a nap. <laughs> Entourage is all of us. You understand? Yeah. And then he later on said, yeah, I guess I was kind of angry, but, you know, it is important to me to have the Entourage together. Yeah, but, well, that's the thing is that you're now you're, you're having, like, it, you cannot scream at your Entourage because somebody will film you and, yeah. and and or just like you're the weak member of the entourage. What do you think? You know, the rest of these people, these are, you know, but you, you were late. You were late to show up and everybody has to show up on time. Honestly, it's it. it that's another bad thing. But here's here's another thing is the, the tables at a restaurant. It's often said, oh, you get the best table at the restaurant if you're a celebrity. But then that becomes onerous because you're like, yeah. what if I what if you don't get the best table? What, are you sure it's the best table? What if a bigger celebrity comes in and everybody drops what they're doing and goes to the big? This happens, by the way. People talk about that. How, yeah. Or uh, if they don't know who you are. I mean, not especially these days, you know, at a, a kind of a whatever fancy French restaurant that gets an older crowd and maybe some younger uh, famous uh, artist uh, former shows up they may not know who they are anyway and, and then then you have to do the dreaded oh you don't know who i am or or the yeah. publicist will have to say and and it's uh and how are you going to travel with your publicist is he part of your entourage yeah exactly yeah. and i wonder again what fame was like back in the old i mean certainly uh artists were well known but it was a whole it, it, I, don't, I don't know it didn't seem like they would be approached in numbers the way they are uh today but again let's drawing the list up no entourage what a thrill again yeah. tommy when i go off my walk literally you don't have to have wait to for get, your entourage well number one up. they'd probably be here sitting around my couch <laughs> 10 of them and I, I every once in a while i had a look going yeah doing the podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> i let them listen that's their treat you know they listen yeah, that, to that, 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 <laughs> but they have to be quiet the whole time oh exactly also, they're sitting around waiting for you. as soon as you enter the room they look up at you like are we going somewhere because you're like a dog entourage, almost 
really yeah. wants to go places. You I know? think it's they much better to, to have sit a, around in your apartment. Yeah, have a dog to just look up expectingly. We were going to go out because <laughs> that, that's just all about you and it's sweet. Yeah. And, and but have twenty guys sitting around, and then yeah, it'd be like uh, if I want to meet a friend. Okay, well, you know, you know, I got to bring the entourage. So right, uh, right, right. <laughs> or let's say you want to go on a on a hot date. You know, yeah. do you have to bring the entourage? No, you don't. But they, but then they grumble. Oh, it's, yeah. You know, what's the point of being an entourage no, if we're no. just going to sit around here? And again, yeah. there's always the resentment that you know that you. you oh yeah, that how to keep an maybe entourage they'll happy. try to overthrow you. you know, yeah, that's... and then Tommy, this is a, a corollary. This would be being a uh, former uh, president because the Secret Service is always with you too. So that's a different kind of entourage. That's a, a mandatory entourage. Oh gosh, you know and, where you're constantly, and the reason they're, they're there because you're in constant fear of being kidnapped or assassinated. Now that's yeah. the kind of fear. The worst kind of fear is like you're, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, uh, or your parents were, your dad was a political figure, and now you got to go around with a Secret Service person the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Because what if you get kidnapped or assassinated? Yeah. So really, fame. I mean, again, fame is terrifying. I mean, I think people should just want. Uh, accomplish, we get to do what they want to do, be acknowledged for it, uh, and and do you know if you can make money, that's great. The fame thing is sort of uh, it doesn't it, have to so be part of the equation, really. Yeah, it, it's very one sided, it's very uh, all about me, of course. Uh, it, it, you know, I mean, in our case, we have friends, we they know us, we know them. The idea that there's all these people who you don't know, but they know you or they think they know you, um, it, it, it mobs and, and the fact that and again, the mobbing. And I, I, I guess I don't worry too much about, you know, the Elvis thing of cutting the hair with <laughs> sharp scissors. Uh, but some people do. You might. Uh, that would well, be a, yeah, an well, that and, they try and... to get locks of your hair like they do. Yeah. Well, I worry about that. And of course, bats. <laughs> you know, uh, in the in the up, uh, you know, in in cabins where they stick to your hair and all that. Oh yeah, well, so but that ha but that's going to be true whether you're famous or yeah, not. That's true. Bats don't distinguish between fame and not. They don't fame. really. They've it, got something going there where they see that. So it's it's that's the great thing about all animals that aren't humans. They are yeah. so unimpressed with famous people. Oh yeah, no, completely we're actually, unimpressed. We're all fit like to our pets. We're hugely famous. Yeah, well, we're amazing. We're amazing. We're like, humans. Oh, here's the guy. Oh, here's, he's back. He's back. <laughs> you know, it's not, no one you ever walk in, oh, it's just him. No, there's no just him. You're you're the star. So really, Except in the case of cats, and they think they're the star, and well, you're yeah, part of their yeah. entourage. I mean, of course, to be fair, they like with the Ginger's cat, and, and, and I'm like, oh, and, 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 you know, your cats are that way, too. They, they have it, they do it in their own way, but they certainly, uh, uh, you know, are so connected to us, and, and they... We're we're still the main uh, main human, but uh, they do yeah, yeah. They I show mean, it their own way. I think with dogs, you get the sense of being a celebrity. I think that is true. Where the yeah. dog, oh look at you, Tom, Tom, oh my god, he's <laughs> great, oh the, the greatest know, guy uh, in the world. Uh, yeah, cats would be like, I love you, you yeah, close, but I'm, I'm here. I'm, where were you? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna uh, be standing in the sitting in the corner now for a while. I'm just not gonna rush right over and. Yeah, you know, I think cats could handle fame, but also I don't think that they don't want to be famous either. They don't. No. They, they like their. They want to do their own thing. They don't. They're not. You know. They don't care. They're not grateful for a lot of attention. No, they all, love to the hide time. and get a nice, dark, comfy spot hidden away and hide yeah. up somewhere, and then they don't want paparazzi snacks. They're like Garbo, really, cats. Yeah. And 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 the the. Now you mentioned something else that I ha I cannot let go by, and that is how. 
fame has become so bifurcated and in, in our yeah. day growing up why everyone watched ed sullivan and and had all these acts to, appealing to all walks of life and yeah. lo- and 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 all age groups so everybody knew who the beatles were and elvis was but now the music acts absolutely scotty i totally don't i see these lines i go past the irving place irving plaza theater whatever yeah. it's called it's this, it's a, it's a, a live theater venue that almost always has a huge line of young folk outside yeah. waiting to see a sold out concert by Cornhuskers or yeah or yeah, yeah I know those wedding you know groups I've never heard of yeah and I, I made up those names but I might might as well have I think you may have hit on the on the head there probably are some that there way. probably are yeah and, it really and, is and so I wouldn't cool. know what their music sounded like yeah and, no even but, with, but they're lined up to go to you yeah. know waiting to go inside they they get frisked as they're going inside oh yeah yeah they don't you know they don't skimp on that well they're not that famous so you could bring weapons they they don't allow exactly. You know, and also among comedy in my, you know, in our field. I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, I used to you know, every, knew everyone literally. Oh, yeah. they're doing the Tonight Show. And now I see names selling out theaters in Romania. And I, well, I never heard of this. So so I guess that's good. And maybe it's good because actually uh, it's accomplishing, as I alluded to earlier, this best of both worlds thing. There are comedians who sell out arenas mm-hmm. and then a huge chunk of the world has no idea who they are. So maybe that's uh they can go uh, on. A great way to kind of, you know, navigate this You'd fame think without so. having the oppressive everyone all the time uh, going after you. You'd think so, that you've struck the right balance. But, Scotty, I think they, the famous will still need your help and guidance. Oh, yeah. Because uh, even those people, they think of John Mulaney. He, here he is. He's he's doing pretty well as a comedian and, yeah. and with his big uh, shows. And he hosted Saturday Night Live a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh so but but he had he went he has this drug problem he goes to uh to rehab and truly i mean a lot of the comedy is is his unembarrassed now and cringeworthy efforts to get people to know who he is he actually (laughs) points to and i don't spoiler alert that's what yeah you would almost think he'd relish that that he's not here for you know rehab that People don't know. Yeah, you would so think can, so. You would you yeah. would want you would think that being in rehab, you would not want people to know who you were. Yeah. But that's the, such is the the the, the heroin like neediness that uh, 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 people who have achieved some amount of fame and crave more and crave that recognition and and and, and it's it's very unhealthy and no and definitely. You're going to get, you know, recognized or photographed in ways that are unflattering. That's the other thing. I can just imagine, you know, those pictures of in in the in page six of of celebrities that look terrible. They're getting out of the yeah. water and they're, you <laughs> right. know, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'll never get that image out of my head of him being flabby, getting out of the water yeah. at some beach. And I mean, that, you know, that to me. The, uh, I, I'm so grateful, Scotty, just that, that we aren't famous, and yeah, and, and I worry about the fact that that this very podcast could be the one, the Nobel Prize winning thing that co- that ironically creates our fame. Well, I know that that well we we you know we skirt that line. Everything we do, it's just sort yeah. of uh, <laughs> it's really uh, you true. know and. Uh, uh, so, but Tommy, we walk a tightrope, Scotty. Walk a tightrope, you know, we, uh, we try to be as good as we can be, but without tipping over into the realm of being fame, fa- so famous we're mobbed and photographed and have to do selfies. Yeah, well, Tommy, and that I is a tightrope. 
I feel like as we wind down, this is just the beginning of this conversation because it's uh, and really, what was it like? Was I could Einstein just go to a cafe and would say, "Oh, so. Dr. Einstein, I love your work. Thank you." you yeah. Know, what was it like? So, so many questions, but we've covered so much. I mean, again, historic podcast changing people's perceptions and those who aren't famous can breathe a sigh of relief you've done well yeah you, you don't have, have to deal with all that yeah wow scotty i just feel so uh, happily unfamous right now <laughs> so so delightfully obscure uh, uh that's a great name for a, a a memoir too delightfully obscure yeah so so much there. well tommy uh uh, I just thank you for bringing this up. But for now, I remain sincerely or Scott Blakeman. Always going to be Tom Saunders. And we're getting through this. <laughs>